Hello team, it's time for another lesson. Today we are discussing portion sizes. What you eat is very important. It's important to get all of your required nutrients through various means like vegetables and fruits. Today though, we want to direct our focus on how much we should be eating. Let's get into it. The reason why we want to discuss portion size is due to the increase in calorie intake when someone eats more of something. The problem of overeating has absolutely contributed to the predicament that we find ourselves in today as a country regarding weight control. About 70% of all adults in our country are considered at least overweight. And what's interesting is that our portion problem has been more of a recent issue and has appeared to increase alongside our growing obesity problem. Our country has seen an increase in portion sizes in recent decades. I urge you all to get on Google and compare food sizes from popular restaurants over the last several decades so you can see the differences for yourself. You can actually do the same by country as well. So let's just take Japan for example. The overweight and obesity rate are less than half of what it is in the United States. Look at the portions from Japan and you will find some very startling information. Just as an example, a medium-sized soft drink in the U.S. is about 21 ounces of liquid. And this is an ounce more than Japan's large-sized drink. Portion sizes make a huge difference. Now we're going to have a little discussion about servings and portions. What's the difference between these two? Well, a serving is a measured amount of food or drink, usually based on recommendations for a specific food group. And this is the amount that you see listed on the nutrition facts label on your favorite foods. A portion is the amount of food or drink that we actually choose to eat. So a serving can set a standard to be able to measure how large our portions can actually be I have some examples of how servings can detail the portion problem that we have. So a serving of ribeye steak is 3 ounces and has 330 calories. But when you go to Outback Steakhouse and you order a steak, it's almost four times as much as a serving size with Outback serving 11 ounce steaks and it having over 1,200 calories. A serving of a chocolate chip cookie is one ounce and has 250 calories. But if you go to your local Starbucks and get a cookie, it's three times as large as a serving size at three ounces and has 750 calories. It's really easy to see how we can get ourselves into trouble whenever we're eating out. This is especially true knowing that 96% of meals that you find at any given restaurant are exceeding recommendations for fat, calories, and salt. This problem has really been impacting us because eating out has become so much more popular, with dining establishments increasing by 75% between 1977 and 1991. Keep this in mind the next time that you go out to eat. It may benefit you to try to reduce the amount of times that you do this. So what are some strategies you can use to limit your portion size? One specific recommendation when eating out is ask for that to-go box. This will spread out the calories and even save you some cash. The next few tips revolve around your plate. 
plate size has actually steadily increased over the last few decades. Just for example, 45% more food buffet diners eat with a 12-inch plate compared to a 9-inch plate now. And this is a business that would rather you eat less food so they could save money. So try to utilize smaller plates and cups. We tend to fill 70% of our plates and cups regardless of how big they are. So utilizing very large plates will likely result in a high calorie count. As humans, we tend to like to finish our plate for satisfaction. So try to reduce the amount of size that you have with your plate. Try to fill half of your plate with vegetables and fruits. This will likely result in a much lower calorie count compared to a plate that is half full of fries, for example. This will also result in you feeling full due to the fiber and water content of most fruits and vegetables. And finally, this tactic can also help you psychologically. Once again, we as humans tend to like to finish our plates. It gives us satisfaction. So go ahead and fill that plate, but use veggies and fruits to do so. Control your environment. We eat much more food when we have easy access to high calorie dense foods. Replace the candy dish with a fruit bowl. Keep red or bright unhealthy foods or wrappers out of sight or out of the house together as the color can trigger your attention and trigger your hunger. Go ahead and spoil your dinner. Have a healthy snack ahead of time to avoid overeating at your next meal. Focus on fiber, which is going to make you feel much more full than you really are. Apples work great for this. And encourage your kids to do the same. Reduce mindless eating. Snacking in front of the TV takes your attention away from how much you're actually eating. Try to eat at the table more often and focus on actually enjoying the food that you're ingesting. Put the amount that you plan to eat in a bowl rather than eating straight out of the package. So I'm thinking nuts and chips and fruit, these types of foods you can eat endlessly. So go ahead and plan it out beforehand. And maybe even change what you do during your favorite shows. Put down that popcorn and do some side steps during your favorite show instead. And that's going to wrap up our podcast for today. Thanks for listening in. I hope you enjoyed it and got something useful from it. How much you eat is obviously important. But remember, you have control over how much you eat. It just takes some foresight. If you've found yourself in the past overeating, you probably know that it doesn't often feel that great afterwards. Pay attention to how you feel once you've made some changes, and you won't even miss overeating. Until next time, see you later.